Welcome to the Living in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida podcast with your host, Tim Whittemore and Stephanie Durham with the Whittemore Group. From your morning coffee to those nighttime brewskis, they are here to tell you what it's like to eat, sleep, drink, play, work, and live on the beautiful Emerald Coast. So let's talk about Shalimar. If you don't know where Shalimar is, well, I'm surprised you got here to this video. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, well, Shalimar is located just north of the Fort Walton Beach area, which is then just west of Destin, if you're looking on the Emerald Coast here in the Panhandle. And most of the reasons that people look into the Shalimar area is because of the military presence. We have Eglin Air Force Base, which is just north of Shalimar, which houses a lot of contractors and active duty military and support staff in that immediate area. The reason people like to invest in this area or look to move to here is due to that access. Not only do you have access to that, but from Shalimar, you're about 15 minutes away from Hurlburt Field, depending upon traffic, right? Uh, but you're still able to get to both military installations with ease and you're not so much in the mess of everything that uh, travel times and things to get around are so bad. So when we look at getting into Shalimar, there are a lot of different real estate investments that you should be aware of. Um, the most prominent one that people get into is residential real estate. So we're talking about uh, renting out single family homes, attached homes, it could be buying commercial type properties too, such as um, any uh, apartment complex or something of that nature that has more than four units. So just so you know, if it is four units or less, it's still considered residential. So you can use a residential loan or investment products in this case. Uh, anything above four units is gonna be considered commercial properties. You also have storage units and things of that nature in there as well. Now. Interestingly enough, throughout Fort Walton Beach and this entire area, the housing is rather eclectic. And what I mean by that is when this whole place is put together, Fort Walton, Shalimar, Mary Esther, all the areas around the base, there's really no zoning when they started to put this together. So what we have now is maybe a million dollar plus property on the water, right? Uh, $300,000 to $400,000 home a uh, couple blocks away from a trailer park. And uh, that's just how this area is. And it doesn't, doesn't necessarily make the areas bad necessarily. Uh, however, things are now picking up as demand is increasing. So what we've been seeing with development is a lot of those trailers are being, being bought up and new development and new homes are being put in there. So something to keep in mind uh, when investing in this area. Uh, the next thing that you want to ask yourself is what are the investment strategies that you could use specifically in this area? Um, really, realistically, anywhere on the Emerald Coast, you could do these. So uh, they're broken down into core strategies, uh, value add strategies, opportunistic strategies, and debt funds. Now, a lot of the times people have no idea what that means. Well, luckily, I'm going to break it down into what we commonly use these terms uh, when we talk to our investors. Now, core strategy is basically what they call buy and hold. So you'll find a property that you want to move into. 
Maybe it's a property that you found and with the down payment and insurance and everything else, you can still find that it cash flows if you go ahead and rent it out. Uh, those are where you're gonna hold on to the asset for a long time, rent it out or stay in it, and then gain the equity at the time of the end of your ownership for that property. So that's your core strategy. The next is the value add strategy. Now, in this case, what you're gonna do is maybe find something that needs some work. We'll call it a fixer-upper, but it doesn't always have to be. Especially in the Shalimar area, we, we find a lot of properties were built in the 70s. And because of it, some of them still look like they're in the 70s, okay? Uh, it needs updates. So some of those updates that you can do, even though the property is functional, all you're really doing is aesthetic updates to the kitchen and the bathrooms, maybe put drywall versus um, the hardwood look area, the paneling as we call it. Um, in any case, what you're attempting to do in this is you're going to buy the property, improve it, but we're still gonna hold on to the property. Now that's going to take in some calculations. If this property is modernized, what's the rent? Because that's what we'd be looking for. What's the rent that we can use here? Is this property, can we use this for short-term rentals, right? So maybe we're looking into that. Um, if you're looking into short-term rentals, you'll want to make sure if there's an HOA that it doesn't preclude you being able to do that. So buy, hold, buy, improve, and hold is another strategy that you can look into that can be very profitable. Uh, opportunistic strategy is finding a property that is what we'll call a fixer-upper, doing a complete rehab on it, not just the aesthetic updates, and then reselling it for a profit. Those are called flips, right? So uh, as the market calmed down from the craziness, and at the time of this video is 2023, when that craziness finally calmed down, uh, there were some opportunities out there for you to find distressed properties, go in there, do the complete rehab, and then put it back on the market for a profit. So flips are becoming still a thing. The market is still transitional at the time of this video. So it is out there, but it's not as crazy as it was say, you know, six, seven, eight years ago. Now debt funds is another one that you can look into. If there are liens on a home, which is causing it to basically go into foreclosure, you do have the option when a property goes to market to basically pay the tax liens for those properties and those properties become yours. And then at that time, you could either sell that off to somebody else or improve it, right? You could flip it, you can improve and hold it, you can do whatever that you'd like for those properties. But those are just some things to look into. Now, there are the four different types of, well, realistically in Chalamar, there's three different types of investments. We're talking about a residential uh, real estate, Again, those are condos. There are condos there. Those are single family homes, attached homes, or townhomes as we call it. Our commercial real estate, which could be uh, apartment buildings, it could be restaurants, it could be whatever that are out there, it could be storage. In industrial real estate, there's really not much, if any, uh, that we're seeing for sale at this time. Uh, however, that is something that you need to be aware of. But the fourth one is land. 
Now, land is a finite resource. So uh, if you can find some land out there, especially in that specific area in Shalimar, you have an opportunity to build that wealth over time, development, do whatever that you'd like. So some investment strategies that you want to keep in mind as you start this process, regardless of which route that you decide to go, is first researching the market in the Shalimar area. That's probably what led you to this video to begin with. But you, uh, you want to research that to see what the demand is looking like. Find out if you're going to buy a property, rent it out, what are rents looking out, what, what are rental projections looking like. I can tell you right now at the time of this video that we're still catching up with rents. We're probably five years behind, four to five years behind where rents should be based upon what people were purchasing homes for two, one, two, three years ago. So we're still way behind on rent, so they're only going to trend up. But you're also going to go, hey, is the market gonna slide? Is it gonna stagnate? I mean, it's very hard to predict that. But what we are seeing is that prices are still readily going up. And I'm sure that you're seeing uh, alerts on different sites that prices are going down. But here's the thing, you're, you're seeing list prices go down. So we see that what somebody wants somebody to pay for their property they're probably bringing it down to whatever market value is what properties are actually being sold at. So I would, if you're going to track that data, track the sold prices, not the list prices, and see what that trend is. That's what we do, and we found that um, most of these are still trending upwards and appreciating in value, which is good for your buy and hold strategies. Now, one thing that you can definitely do when you're doing this is to leverage our expertise here at the Widmore Group. Uh, we have a slew of great uh, partner agents on here that are investment specialists that will help you in whatever way that you want to work, uh, depending on the buy and hold, buy and improve, and give you the information that you do need here. Even if you are the expert at this or trying that on your own, Leverage us for our real estate knowledge, the trends, what's the rentals, what a market can we get in, what can we actually get for this sort of house, what is the market projecting, can we get 40k off of this, right? Or is it still at that time where we're still paying list price, or is it trending that way? Those are things that you can save a ton of frustration on by using our expertise here. And next we'll be assessing the property and appreciation potential. Again, we kind of talked about what that appreciation does look like, looking at the past trends in the Shalimar area, which even in this entire area is still going up. We're seeing more and more of those trailers disappearing. And because of that, it's only helping the surrounding areas uh, market value improve. So keep that in your mind as, as you're looking into that. So what are some of the tips? Another question that we got was, uh, what are some of the tips uh, for real estate investment? Well, tip number one is to establish that clear investment strategy. What is it that you're after? Is it cash flow? Is it a cash flowing asset? Are we looking for cap rate or capitalization rate? When is this investment going to pay off itself, right? Um, it could be a different variety of things. Uh, I need to make X amount of dollars um, after this flip, right? Or it could be whatever it is that you specifically need for your financial portfolio. 
So establish that clear investment strategy first so we know what we're looking for, so we don't go down the rabbit hole, so to speak, and then waste the biggest um, margin that you're going to have, which is going to be time. We don't want to waste time. We want to find exactly what you're looking for so that you can get out there because, again, as prices still continue to go up, we want to get this at the lowest possible price so you're able to uh, reach your returns quicker. Now, there are financing options out there with specific investments. Now, if this is going to be your primary home and you're going to live in it and work in it and then decide to make it a secondary home by purchasing another one, we've seen this happen plenty of times, this is how you're able to get into a home using products like VA. If you're a veteran or currently active duty, you can use a VA loan, move into a property, fix it up. That's still your primary home, right? The one that's ready to go, you rent it out, buy something a little bit nicer and continue to go up in price and value. There's actually really no cap for how many properties you can realistically have on your VA. If you're not VA, you already have a primary home and you're investing somewhere else, Expect most of these type of investments, you're going to need somewhere between 20 to 25% down on a conventional type product for a secondary home or an investment property. When it's going to stay the same across the board when you're looking at condos, single family homes, or townhomes. Now, know that once you do get under contract for these homes, you are going to get a due diligence time frame. It's the same as well if you're going to be doing land, you'll have a due diligence time. But we'll just concentrate on, on single family homes or just homes in general, condos, whatever. You're still going to have somewhere between 10 to 15 days, that's where it is right now, for you to get a third party inspector or inspect it yourself or both to do your due diligence to see if this home is going to be worth the time and investment that you're going to be putting into it. You'll want to talk to your real estate professional when you go into that because that will be written into your contract when you try to purchase that property. But you'll want to make sure that you're taken care of there. One other thing to note is when we are looking to, say, purchase a VRBO, Airbnb, basically just a short-term rental, STRs, uh, that you're going to have seasonal tourism fluctuations even in the Shalimar area because it's in such close proximity to the um, Destin and Fort Walton, Navarre, all those different beaches and water activities, and some are even on the water, uh, that you're gonna have a lot more demand for those uh, when the summer comes in. We'll say that the peak is in July, August timeframe, and the lull is typically in December. Now, some of this can be pretty good or bad depending uh, because we still have military folks that are moving in and they typically like to bring those guys in uh, sometime starting around April, moving all the way into the October timeframe. I'm not sure exactly why they use those cycles, but I'm guessing because they don't want to pull kids out of school, you know, when, when their parents are moving back and forth. But no, if you're looking for short term or longer term tenants, that that's when they'll become available. One of the key things about investing in Shalimar that's, that's going to be really nice for you is the stability of a long-term renter if that's what you're looking for. There's always been a demand. Heck, when I was in the military and I moved to this area, even back then, over a decade ago, 
the the rentals were still crazy and hard to find and they did demand a pretty high price and um, I, I think you're a pretty solid investment for any of the buy and hold strategies out here but we're here to help any way that we can so that's all that we do have for investing in Shalimar. Some tips and uh, well, tricks for you. Hopefully this gave you a better understanding of the area and if this is the way to go. That's all we got for today. To learn more about Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida, make sure to hit that subscribe button and please leave us a review. Also, make sure you check them out and subscribe to their YouTube channel living in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida. And make sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram. If you are thinking about moving, relocating, or investing in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, or anywhere between Pensacola and Panama City Beach, make sure to give them a call, send them a text or email, because they have your back when moving to the Emerald Coast of Florida.